Alright everybody, welcome to the podcast. So this did not take four days, only just two as per normal. Uh, so it's very interesting uh, how we'll start this podcast because sometimes your smallest tweets sometimes can make the most impact. Um, and it's not always necessarily even your best tweets. I wish they were sometimes. Um, so we ended the podcast pretty much, the last podcast, uh, with a joke tweet that I had uh, featuring a new calendar uh, with Justin Trudeau, <laughs> which um, literally says on it, my Canadian boyfriend. Uh, so I tweeted out that, that image of the, of the calendar saying, does Sophie know about this? Hashtag Canadian politics. Um, and there was a lot, a lot of feedback uh, for this tweet. Uh, so one of them, my favorite one was actually uh, from Haley. Uh, she tweeted saying that this made my day. So uh, anytime I can do a tweet or a, a podcast episode uh, or even like the smallest joke can make somebody's day, like that's really what this is all about. So I was so happy to see that. And, you know, you know, I'm really happy that I to hear that from Haley. So uh, really cool stuff. Um, LOL uh, from Heaven Schaefer, so that was also good feedback as well. Um, and then uh, Art Bidaf uh, tweeted saying, talk about conceit. Uh, so a lot of people having fun uh, with that calendar, with that joke, so uh, lots of cool stuff. Uh, and that's honestly like why I love Twitter, um, the interaction, um, and more and more I hope with the show too. Uh, you know, I'd love to see that interaction continue and see this thing continue to morph um, as much as possible. Because uh, the more interaction, I think, the better the show. Um, going to a different topic for a second, uh, the NFL. We don't really talk about the NFL that much. To be honest, I grew up a huge NFL fan. I still will watch playoff games and I'll still watch the Super Bowl. I always watch the Super Bowl. But... Um, I don't know, there's just something about the NFL nowadays where, you know, the ratings are down um, year after year. I think when people found out about CTE as well and, and you know, the, the viciousness of concussions and what it can do to people's lives, uh, I think that that kind of, it steered away a lot of people. Um, and the, I would say that I'm probably guilty of it too. It's, it's hard to watch something where you know the consequences are that severe. Um, that being said, I am a bit of a hypocrite because I still will watch the Super Bowl probably until the day I die. Uh, as we were talking about in the last episode, I was watching the Great Cup as well. So, you know, it, it's interesting what's going on with the NFL right now for a number of reasons. Uh, something that was really interesting in the NFL recently and why we're even talking about the NFL right now on this episode uh, is that they fined and suspended uh, two players... Uh, for a fight, a brawl that took place on the field based off of one of the players snatching the other player's chain. Uh, so I tweeted out, so in the NFL it went from snatching your chain to snatching your paycheck. Um, pretty crazy stuff in the NFL. Uh, continuing with the NFL, even crazier really, uh, the New York Giants longtime, longtime quarterback, Eli Manning, uh, is being benched in favor of playing a quarterback that will probably lose more games and that way the Giants can get a higher draft pick. So the Giants are tanking 
Uh, the NFL, for some reason, is allowing them to do this because there's no injury to Eli Manning. I don't really know what power the NFL would have to change this. I just think it's disgraceful, not just for the coaching staff, for the Giants, the ownership, the management. I think it's disgraceful for the NFL. Uh, people pay to see games regardless of where teams are in the standings. And for people to pay either in New York to see the Giants play or any, anywhere else in the NFL, any other stadium, to see their team play against the Giants, they're basically getting robbed. They're basically getting bamboozled. If you're somebody that's wasting your time watching that game, nobody really thinks that that quarterback, I believe Geno Smith is his name, is really going to take the Giants as far as Eli Manning would. So it's an obvious tank job by the Giants and it's very disgraceful especially at this point in Eli Manning's career because he could continue to play the game he could be very close to retirement nobody really knows the Giants have had a horrible season but this doesn't make it that much better and you know it, it just goes to show you that not just the NBA when they were talking about the draft lottery but pretty much every league in sports really needs to consider just doing away with the draft lottery, in my opinion, altogether, and basically giving every team an equal opportunity at the number one pick. That way, you know, some years, maybe even the Super Bowl champion will get the number one pick, and that might stack the deck against the rest of the league, but really, there should not be that big of a reward for purposely uh, tanking your team. I think that that is so disgraceful. Um, and honestly, like your organization doesn't deserve to get the first overall pick if that happens. I, I actually really hope that if the Giants do continue to do this and they do continue to tank, that they do not get the number one pick. And I hate to say that to Giants fans, and it's nothing against Giants fans. It's more of a message to their management, their coaching, that what they're doing is pathetic. Um, but it does open up some possibilities, and that's what I was tweeting out. If Eli leaves the Giants, which it looks like he will be at some point, it would be interesting to see if he went to the Jaguars, because Tom Coughlin is now basically in charge of that team, uh, or the Colts, just because his brother used to play there, or for the same reason the Broncos, uh, or even the Bills. Imagine if he went from the New York Giants to the Buffalo Bills, or even you know the New York Jets, who knows? Um, lots of possibilities, lots of interesting things that could happen uh, with Eli Manning. So that'll be interesting to watch to see what happens. Uh, then this tweet from Ian Stewart absolutely killed me. Like I was in tears, dying laughing at this. So this is a screenshot. If you're, a rest if you're not a wrestling fan, skip this part of the podcast. You'll have no idea what the hell I'm about to, to share with you. But if you are a wrestling fan, you are going to die laughing at this. Uh, so Ian tweeted out this image of a screen capture of what they call a shoot interview, or basically in wrestling, it's when uh, you're interviewing a wrestler and they're not playing their character, their gimmick, they're just being themselves and they're just being bluntly honest about whatever the subject is. So basically this show, uh, they were talking to the wrestler Al Snow, and uh, they were at the point where they were taking in fans' questions, and this was actually from Ian. So Ian wrote in, and this is hilarious, uh, Al, you have been quoted as saying a good match is one that draws the most money. By your own very logic, is it fair to say you haven't had a good match in your entire career? 
and just the look on Al Snow's face as he's reading that question, everything about it, it just, it kills me. Um, this is one of the funniest things I saw in the last two days, and that's so much kudos to Ian for even having the balls to send in that question. Um, but it was hilarious. I love that question. If you're a wrestling fan, you're probably still laughing right now like I was when I saw that. If you're not a wrestling fan, you'll have no idea what the hell I'm laughing about. But it is hilarious if you are a wrestling fan. You'll know exactly what Ian's talking about. Um, then somebody the other day was asking me if I ever watched Nancy Grace. Uh, the random question. And I was responding by saying, I try to avoid experiencing Nancy Grace on any level. Um, I just find her to be annoying. Um, and a random brain dropping I, I had, people don't really know how bad shit smells because it's watered down. You know, when you take a shit in the toilet, it's in water. Um, if you shit in the woods, though, it's a different story. So if you ever go hunting or you're out in the woods and that happens, you probably know what I'm talking about. If you have a dog, you probably know what I'm talking about because if you have to pick up after your dog, you you smell it. Um, then there was this, so I can't play the clip, but I highly recommend that you do. Uh, on YouTube, it's called Jim Baker's B-A-K-K-E-R, Baker's Buckets. And basically, he's selling buckets of just mush and food, uh, in quotes, uh, that you can have if Armageddon happens, or according to him, when Armageddon happens. And in his audience, and this is what I can't really show because it'll get us kicked off of YouTube, but if you watch that clip, or you're familiar with him and his audience, it's, an, it's like a church setting, and it's kind of like an infomercial, what he's trying to sell, and, uh, you know, and by kind of, I mean, it is an infomercial. Um, and his audience inside the church is all a bunch of old people. And I was tweeting out saying, forget about surviving Armageddon. Are any of these old fucks even going to survive this fucking demo of what he's selling? <laughs> so definitely watch that clip. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's pretty funny. Uh, so then on a totally different, <laughs> as always, totally different subject, uh, the Bludgeon Brothers on SmackDown Live, I think that their look, the way that they dressed, and their finishing move now, the double-team finisher that they did, they're looking exactly like WCW's Chronic. At least Chronic didn't have, like, big sledgehammers like what they have. I, I, I don't know what they're doing with those two guys. Um, like we've been saying throughout this week with WWE, it just seems like they don't know what they're doing with so many of their talents. It's really sad, uh, in my opinion. Uh, then ABC News tweeted out, NASA's astronaut Randy Bresnik takes a moment to enjoy the view as he performs maintenance work on the International Space Station, and it shows an image there. Um, Joe Rogan <laughs> tweeted this out saying, it looks round as fuck, hashtag woke. So Joe Rogan continuing his crusade against flat earthers online. Uh, then, uh, going back to SmackDown, uh, they were showing the uh, main event from the previous week. They were showing uh, the Lumberjack match. 
And in the Lumberjack match, I didn't notice it last week, but I noticed it this week, there's Ty Dillinger. And I'll be honest with you, I forgot Ty Dillinger even existed on SmackDown Live. I can't remember the last time he's really been involved. And again, that's just another talent that they're just doing nothing with. Uh, so our last podcast, the biggest thing about it, we were talking about Bitcoin. We were talking about, you know, how it's just continuing to get momentum. Uh, sure enough, it didn't take long. Uh, Bitcoin did top 10,000. I believe they broke 11,000 as well, or they're going to. Um, again, you know, if it keeps going like this, it will be $1 trillion by the end of next year. That's a big if, but it's possible. If it sounds insane to you, so does 867% or whatever the fuck that, that number is of the percentage of increase that it's on this past year. Uh, if you continue that path, 867%, you're getting to $1 trillion by the end of next year. Uh, then I was in a really dark space yesterday, uh, and I'll be honest with you guys about why. Um, so I've mentioned it on the podcast before I'm in between jobs right now although this past week or so uh, part of the reason why I haven't been able to do as many podcasts as usual is because I've been very busy with job interviews and the possibilities of getting back to work now what that means for the future of this podcast I don't know if it's up to me and to the best of my ability I'm gonna try to keep this podcast alive because I can see where it's going and I like where it's going, and I love the support, and I just love doing it. Um, but we'll see. You know, I, I can't predict the future. I can't predict what job it's going to be, how much time it's going to take, what kind of energy it demands it's going to take for me, uh, what type of energy I'll have for this show, time to produce it, etc. Um, but I hope to keep it going because I, I see a lot of potential with the show and. You know, for the viewers and the listeners of this show, I don't want to just abandon you guys. I want for you guys to still be able to enjoy the content of this show. So, with that in mind, though, um, because I am currently in between jobs, part of that in Canada means uh, what they call EI or employment insurance. In the U.S., they call it unemployment. Same thing. Um, what I didn't know, and I've been talking to EI guys, Service Canada. Um, for ooh, really two months. Um, luckily for me, uh, my previous job, uh, I, I was able to get a severance package. Uh, so with that severance package, it literally took me up until a couple of weeks ago. Um, so, you know, that's basically what's allowed for me to do this podcast. So I'm actually grateful for that. Uh, but on the negative side of things, I've been talking with Service Canada for quite some time, just trying to make sure all the ducks are in a row. And for whatever reason, nobody told me something that was very vital for me to know in terms of my personal finances. And it was so maddening that I had to tweet these things. And I'm not going to cover it up now because I am feeling better, you know, 24 hours out or 22 hours out uh, from tweeting this. But I still feel upset about it somewhat. So I'm going to read it out. Uh, the tweets are still there if you want to see it on Twitter. Uh, but I was tweeting out, What genius came up with a waiting period for EI? 
uh, I don't believe there was a waiting period for that deduction from your paycheck. So every paycheck that you get, EI is deducted. Um, I say that that's such bullshit. It's all good though. Anybody in that situation can either just die or burn their savings. Now luckily for me, hopefully, I'm not gonna die, uh, but it is forcing me to burn into my savings. Um, and that, to be honest, sucks. Uh, that's that's not good, especially when you pay into EI. And I know some people view unemployment in EI as some type of welfare, but it's not. You're paying into it. You you deserve it because you're paying into it. You know, um, and for me, luckily, uh, it's going to be a decent amount, uh, and it's going to be for a good amount of time. So if I can't find work. Uh, for quite some time despite my best efforts and believe me I am trying as you can tell because I haven't been able to do the podcast as much which I do you know it's give and take Uh, I wish I could do more podcasts but you know I also have a life to live at the same time I'd like to make this podcast my life but you know that a lot of that depends on you guys so uh, that that is something that I do want to bring up um, because I I don't know where this podcast could be going I want to keep it alive but in order for this podcast really to for sure be going, uh, it requires views, it requires subscribers, uh, it requires uh, likes, shares, lots of shares, as many as possible. Uh, it just it requires as much help from you guys, the viewers and listeners, as possible. Otherwise, this podcast, it might be a once a week thing, or it might be a once a month thing, or it might be on hold until... I can figure something else out. Um, you know, I don't want to pull the plug on the show because I think it's too cool and, and I want to see it grow. Um, what Ideally, what I'd like to see happen with the show is that we get to the point where we can make our own studio for it. We get to the point where we can have guests on the show, where even the format will be different. Um, and it's more of like a back and forth podcast. It's more interactive. Uh, I'd love to have a setup where, you know, we would just set up like a studio where it's just a really cool place to hang out, uh, you know, and, and anybody would be welcome to be a guest. Anybody who wants to make their own podcast and be a part of that of that studio, we could do that too. That's like the long-term goals. That's what I'd love to see happen, you know, and kind of, you know, to be honest, copying and taking some things from people that I admire, people like Joe Rogan. I love what he's doing with his podcast. I love the studios that he's built. I love how he makes it such a cool place to be. You know, they're, they're sitting there, they're drinking as he's talking with his friends um, and his guests, and, you know, they're, they're having fun. That's what I want for this podcast to be. I'm, I want to take from uh, Kevin Pereira, another guy that I really have a lot of respect for. You know, when he's not doing podcasts, he's, you know, in his studios with his friends making, you know, playing video games, streaming it online, making that part of his studio. You know, that's ultimately where I'd like to see this go, you know, um, but to get there and don't get me wrong, like we've had a lot of success in a very short period of time. It's only been a couple of months. We have almost 6,000 views on YouTube. We have, you know, a little bit more than 43, 44 subscribers on YouTube as well. So, I mean, like this thing is growing organically. Could it be faster? Sure. But any type of growth is growth 
you know, uh, we're getting more likes on Facebook. We're, we're, we're continuing to grow in a number of different ways. Um, so it, I don't, I'm not blind to that. So anybody who's watching this podcast, listening to this podcast and thinking, oh man, John's pulling the plug on his thing, don't overreact. I'm not planning to do that at all. I just don't know what the future holds. But you could, anybody could say that about anything. Let's be honest, you know. Um, but again, to me, going back to what we were talking about specifically with EI, I just feel like the waiting period that they have defeats the purpose. And where I have savings that I can burn into, I know that there's got to be a lot of people out there that don't. And I have a lot of sympathy for those people, you know, because uh, I cannot imagine the hardship that they're going through, you know, being able to pay rent, buy food, just live uh, as they're trying to find work. Finding work by itself is stressful as hell, and it's not easy. Um, you know, and anybody who says that it is, I don't think has really done it that much. You know, like, I am not used to looking for work. Uh, this is really only the second time in my life that I really have been. Uh, but it's, I always find it to be a challenge, you know? Like, it, it's, it's not fun having to do interviews and having to prove yourself when you know your own worth but you have to show it to somebody else and you know they go through like five or six different interview phases with you uh you know they schedule for another interview and another one and it's just it, it can wear you down um, and unfortunately for me this past week kind of has worn me down and, and that's why you're not seeing as many episodes as usual but you know I plan to bounce back one way or the other or many ways, you know, continuing to do more podcasts, continuing to look for work all at the same time, um, you know, trying not to be down and negative, although yesterday with EI I was, as that tweet proves, but again, you know, for the right reasons, I think that it defeats the purpose of EI to have a waiting period. Um, and to add to that, and to kind of explain more to you guys about what I'm, where I'm coming from with that, is when I was talking to them at Service Canada, what they were saying was, well, you know, it's unfortunate, but you did get paid severance. Well, wait a second. By law, my employer would have to pay severance based on what happened, without going into the details of it, because uh, I'm no longer an employee of them, I'm no longer on their payroll. If I wanted to, I could talk about it, but... I'm, I want to be the better person in that. Uh, you know, I wish them well, and that's about it. Um, I've, truth is, like, I've got too many friends that are still working there to even comment on my previous employer or to say any bad things. You know, it is what it is. I'm done with them. You know, I wish them all the best. You know, legally though based on how things ended with them they did owe me severance and they did pay it right um but that's the law and that has nothing to do with ei right and here's why because as i was getting severance every two weeks from my employer they were deducting ei from that severance pay as well so I don't understand the logic. One week, because you had severance. The other week, because of a waiting period. So basically now, from 
the last paycheck I got, which was severance from my previous employer, to two weeks from now, hopefully when I'll get paid by EI if I don't already have a job, which I probably will, the way my interviews are going these days, um, I'm basically looking at a month to maybe six weeks without a single form of income because of what? A waiting period? Um, you know, so I just tweeted out, you know, I'll just go a month without any income. That would be great. In a way, and I know this is a bit much, but I was this pissed off. In hindsight, I'm not, you know, I, I've cooled off a bit. But in that moment, 22 hours ago, I was saying, I feel like telling them to take their money and shove it up their ass. You know, I was really pissed off the same time in hindsight I understand that for number one it's not really their money it's my money I paid into it with my checks um, you know and you could fault EI for a number of things forget about just the waiting period the fact that they only look at the last calendar year that you've worked if you've worked for somewhere like I have for seven years straight that doesn't even that's not even part of the equation in terms of how much EI owes you or how long your EI will last. That's fucking ridiculous to me. Because if you, you basically you're saying that somebody that's worked somewhere for seven years is no different than somebody that worked somewhere for 10 or 11 months. Because in both cases, they're gonna get paid the same amount and for the same amount of time by EI. That's fucking ludicrous. The only difference between those two cases is severance, but again, that has nothing to do with EI. That's the law, and that's you know the situation between an employer and an employee. So I have a lot of complaints and issues with EI. Um, and yeah, that I, I've, I think I've pretty much articulated as much as I can, as best I can, where my gripes are. You know, some people might listen to this or watch this episode of the podcast and say, oh, you know, that's just sour grapes, John, and, you know, you'll be, you'll be fine, like, you know, a couple of weeks, you'll, you'll get your EI, and, you know, your EI will last until you find a job again, and, you know, that's true, yes, and it is sour grapes, and obviously, if I wasn't in this situation, I wouldn't even be talking about it to begin with, but again, I'm kind of looking at it not just from my perspective, I'm also trying to see it from somebody else's perspective, somebody that might not have the type of savings that I have, um, that might be in a much more dire situation, and what the fuck are they supposed to do, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I wanted to share that on this podcast, um, even though a lot of it I've kind of changed my feelings on, and I've kind of cooled off a little bit, um, there's still enough there that I wanted to talk about and share with everybody and I don't think it's just a Canadian thing I'm sure Americans would agree with unemployment that there's gripes there as well uh, similar gripes uh, you know but uh, yeah I mean it's not a great system uh, at all and you know I, w I was watching and this is to kind of bring it back to the podcast I was watching a podcast with Joe Rogan where he was talking to uh, the amazing atheist as a guest and he was talking about the fact that you know how fortunate they were to have something that provides for them so that they can take themselves out of the employer 
employee equation. And to be honest with you guys, um, I'm doing this podcast because I want to and because I love it, but if it also ends up being something that I can make a living off of that can take me out of the employer-employee equation, that would be cool too, because I totally understand what Joe Rogan was referring to when he was talking about that. Um, Because also, not just that it takes you out of that equation, but it allows you to be more creative yourself. And, And in my opinion, or at least where I would like to take it, is it would allow for me to not only lift myself out of that equation, but to lift others out as well. Like I say, I would love to have a studio with this podcast. I would love to help build my friends and, and, you know, even people I don't know right now, but I will know uh, in the future, you know, whoever they might be, help them build podcasts, help them build their brands, uh, you know, just to have a place that's fun to be and doesn't even feel like work. Like, that's the goal. Um, it's going to take time to get there. But, yeah, I'm, I'm determined to do it. You know, uh, I didn't think that I could get as many views on YouTube as I have right now. You know, it's getting closer and closer to being able to get ads on YouTube, which would be awesome. You know, I didn't think I would have as many subscribers as I do on YouTube. I didn't think I would have as many likes on Facebook, um, you know, and, and I feel like we haven't yet tapped into the full potential of iTunes, of Stitcher, and TuneIn, but I know that that's going to happen as well. You know, I haven't spent a single penny on advertising this podcast yet. So we're having all of the success with this podcast without any advertising whatsoever, really, um, other than word of mouth, you know. So I know that there's more to this podcast and I'm going to stick with it. I just don't know what it's going to look like in the future, how long it's going to take to get there, but that's where I want to be. Uh, so another interesting tweet from John Morosi talking about the San Francisco Giants. Uh, they've remained in contact with the Pirates on Andrew McCutcheon, who is among their options that they could pursue if they don't acquire Stanton from the Marlins. Although Stanton from the Marlins going to San Francisco uh, seems like it's very possible based on recent tweets as well. Uh, then Anna Navarro, who a lot of times appears on CNN, tweeted out that Matt Lauer lost his job, Charlie Rose lost his job, uh, Billy Bush lost his job, Harvey Weinstein lost his job, Kevin Spacey lost his job, but in politics, Conyers is still in Congress, Moore is still running, Trump is still president. I noticed that she didn't talk about Al Franken, but I'll add Al Franken to that as well. Um, it shows the hypocrisy and, and how they're elected officials but they're not being held into as much of account as these people in the entertainment industry so I don't know what else to say about that Uh, then John Morosi tweeted out that the Blue Jays and the Braves have had brief contact this month about a possible Nick Markakis uh, trade but talks have failed to advance and I actually think that that's a good thing because I don't think Marcakis would be a good fit for the Blue Jays. Uh, I think that they need to stop being cheap, the Blue Jays, and I think they need to go after Stanton, or they need to make the decision that they're just going to burn it down and rebuild. Because this, what they've been doing lately where they've been looking for cheap answers for glaring holes has not worked, as evidenced by this past season. Um, 
you know, if you're going to go for it, you need to spend. You've definitely got the attendance. You've got TV ratings behind you to do it. Um, but if you're just going to half-ass it and go after these cheaper players, you're going to get cheaper results and things will just continue to get worse as your roster gets older and older. So you've got to make a decision that either you're going to go all in and go after somebody like Stanton who can make a difference and fill a major hole with Batista leaving, or you decide to blow it all up, you trade Donaldson, you try to trade Martin, you try to trade Tolowitzki, you try to trade as much as you can to try to rebuild. Um, we'll see what the Blue Jays do. If I had to bet money on it, I would probably bet that they're going to continue to do the same stupid thing that they have been doing, which is go for the cheap players and just watch their season go to hell just like it did this past season. Um, then as, as mentioned as I mentioned earlier, uh, Matt Lauer, uh, you know, I'll be honest, he what came out about him the other day doesn't surprise me. Something about him he always struck me as just being a creepy fuck, so I wasn't really surprised as he was one of many people uh, that we continue to hear about with uh, their sexual harassment and sexual abuse and everything else. Uh, Alex Spence tweeted out, uh, Downing Street has condemned Donald Trump retweeting Britain first. It is wrong for the president to have done this. Um, and my response to that is I think it's wrong that, in particular, uh, Theresa May embraced Trump initially uh, I think obviously Brexit has been proven to be wrong as fuck as well and that May and the United Kingdom's Parliament have probably fucked their citizens just as hard if not more than Trump has fucked America so you know and again even after this was done uh, as Laura Kensberg tweeted out uh, Trump is wrong to have posted the messages but plans for the state visit remain in place literally not even an hour after they condemn what Trump did, they're saying that their state visit will still take place. So it's proof that the politicians' words these days don't mean a fucking thing. Um, then uh, there was this tweet going back to wrestling from Charles Chase saying, excuse me, but absolution, riot squad, wouldn't it make more sense to call them the she-yield? I'm fired, aren't I? And to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if that was actually a conversation that did take place with the creative writers for WWE because, again, as we've been talking about, it seems like forever, with the WWE, they just, they don't know, they don't seem to know what they're doing with their talent. It's like they're wasting so much of their talent. Uh, then uh, the new trailer for Avengers Infinity War was released. I'll be honest, it looked exactly like the Justice League trailer, if not worse, because of all of the characters that are involved. I know a lot of people that are into comic books are excited about this movie coming out, but it reminded me so much of the Justice League movie. Nothing about that, that ad for the new Infinity Wars movie uh, really was exciting to me I'll be honest I, I think I'm just gonna wait for it to come out on like the movie network or if you're in the states HBO is the same thing uh, the Justice League movie just left such a bad taste in my mouth for superhero movies that I think I'm going to be a little bit wiser with my spending money um, nowadays 
just because I don't know, like if 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 Marvel can release a trailer that does something for me that gets me interested, uh, I'll go I'll go see it in theaters. But if they don't, I'm just gonna wait for it to come on the movie network. Uh, you could say the same thing actually about Thor and the same thing about Logan. Uh, both of those movies I actually ended up going to see in theaters and both of those movies I liked. Uh, the first trailer I saw for both of those movies I didn't like. I was just like, oh, I'll just wait for it to come on the movie network. Then they had trailers that revealed you know, enough of the movie that I was like, okay, this actually looks good, I'll go see it. That's all that I'm asking for Avengers Infinity War. And I know most people saw the trailer and thought, oh, this is going to be awesome. I wasn't really one of those guys. Maybe I'm you know, still sour based off of the Justice League movie, which I know is a totally different, uh, you know, DC Comics versus Marvel Comics, but still, uh, you know, I got to see something that interests me from that trailer before I spend the money to go see it in theaters. Uh, then there was an interesting uh, uh, news story from Valley News Live uh, that Joe Rogan tweeted out. Scientists call for a ban on a ban, I should say, not a ban. A ban is nothing. A ban on glitter, saying that it's a global hazard. Uh, so that's pretty surprising, but a pretty interesting article. Uh, then I was joking. I was tweeting uh, after yesterday with Kim Jong Un. I was saying I wish Kim Jong Un would stop teasing us and just put us all out of our misery, or just shut the fuck up. Um. Donald Trump tweeted, after North Korea's missile launch, it's more important than ever to fund our government and military. Democrats shouldn't hold troop funding hostage for amnesty and illegal immigration. Iran on stopping illegal immigration and one big. They can't now threaten a shutdown to get their demands. And my response to that is, you have the House and Senate control, you idiot. If your own party shuts down your government, that shows complete and utter incompetence on your part, dear leader, with about as much sarcasm as you can imagine. Uh, I also tweeted in response to that, by the way, your military is funded better than the next 12 biggest in the world already, so if they can't make do with what they already have, they're just as incompetent as you are. If anything, there should be significant cuts to military spending and instead invest in free university, but that's probably never going to happen. Then there was this, and I don't even know where the hell this came from, but I'm imagining that it's coming from hipsters online. Uh, And I just tweeted out, when hipsters fuck up Christmas, and it shows what they've made, beardaments. So apparently ornaments that you can put into or onto your beard. Um, I, some people have way too much time on their hands. I think that this is, it it really looks to me creepy and disgusting, but I guess for some people they find it interesting. Um, then, uh, Jeffrey Rush was revealed to have, uh, allegations of, uh, sexual harassment, um, which I was kind of surprised by uh you know I've, I've watched a lot of jeffrey rush's work as an actor and uh you know i've always thought that he did a good job in his in his career but uh you know it's just a, it's another one out of many that's being revealed uh to be doing this type of shady shit so it's pretty 
you lose respect for those people very quickly, especially these days. Uh, then there was this, which I had to tweet out, uh, which I don't know if it's going to load or not. It doesn't look like it will, uh, but it's an old school Windows uh, image saying processing, attempting to give a damn, and as it loads, attempting to give a damn, uh, well, you guys can see it, twitter.com slash thejohndnewton, you'll be able to check that out. Uh, then I tweeted this, uh, based on how I was feeling yesterday, how excited I am uh, yesterday, uh, <laughs> with an image of Gerald Sutter there, about as straight-faced as possible, uh, but to him, maybe that's smiling, I don't know. Uh, then I tweeted out, Chipotle's is the one place where you really could justify the janitor making more than the CEO. Hashtag bathrooms. Oh, Taco Bell too. Uh, then another interesting tweet by John Morosi. Uh, the Tigers have expressed interest in free agent starter Chris Tillman. Talks remain at a preliminary stage. And I tweeted this, which you probably can't totally tell, but it's Kim Jong-un with the rocket there. Uh, saying Kim Jong-un got a little too excited during his last nuclear missile test. Uh, and the Orioles, they seem to be in a lot of trouble, not just because of Jones and Machado entering the last years of their deal, but they don't even know if they're going to be able to sign uh, Jonathan Shoup, who's their, one of their better young players. Um, and I was saying I hope the Blue Jays are paying attention to this because they've got a gap in second base and that would be a great fit, in my opinion. Uh, then there was a hashtag that was uh, catching fire on Twitter. Uh, it was trending, uh, hashtag three word flirting. So my contribution to that was hashtag DTF. Uh, Billionaire Mindset tweeted out, be a voice, not an echo. Uh, so I thought that, that was a good tweet as well. Um, there was an amazing trade that just seemed to come out of nowhere. Uh, earlier today, uh, the Anaheim Ducks acquired Adam Henrique from the Devils, which I think is an amazing trade for them. Uh, I, I think that uh, eventually he's either going to be a good winger for the Ducks or he's going to be a very, very good third-line center. Um, so the Ducks continue to get better. Uh, then I also tweeted out a lot of, has been in the news lately of uh, Jay-Z coming out and admitting that he cheated on Beyonce. And I've got to say that I've lost a lot of respect for Jay-Z, just as I've lost a lot of respect for uh, Jeffrey Rush as well. Um, again, you're hearing all of this shady stuff going on these days, and it's so easy to just lose that respect that you had for somebody before when they're doing stupid things like that. Uh, speaking of which, Todd uh, Lightton tweeted out, First Charlie, then Matt, there's nobody left for me to watch. Uh, and that's what his mom said. Uh, then he said, well, you could try ABC. And his mom said, you know I can't stand that George Stephanopoulos. <laughs> so I thought that, that was a good tweet. Um, I don't know what she has against George Stephanopoulos. I think he's a pretty good guy. Uh, you know, he, he does ABC this week, uh, which is always interesting to watch on Sundays. Uh, I don't really have anything against George Stephanopoulos, but apparently Todd's mom does. Uh, Jamel Hill had a good tweet. Uh, which pretty much summarizes uh, what we've been talking about in this podcast. Uh, for the cheap seat, she says, stop teaching girls and women how not to be sexually harassed and assaulted. Start teaching boys and men not to be predators. Uh, so that is a very, 
very good uh, tweet there from Jamel Hill. Uh, then there was this tweet uh, going back to wrestling. Vinny Macero tweeting out, most wrestlers lose one part of their name when they go to the main roster. So examples, Cesaro, Biggie, uh, Neville. Uh, Ruby Riot gained a letter because it was Ruby Riot with two T's at the end when she moved to uh, SmackDown. Uh, so Vinny says that makes her a legend. Uh, then there was this from Matthew, which I thought was funny. Uh, so it was Trent and Tyler Bates there, and Trent Seven was saying, Oh, are you the girl my son has been talking about? And Tyler goes, Dad. Uh, Trent says, She's so pretty, but she doesn't even know I exist. And Tyler goes, Dad. Uh, so I thought that was a funny tweet. Uh, then there was this one uh, with two articles back-to-back. Uh, Justin tweeted out, This worked out amazingly. The first one says, WWE changes the spelling of Ruby Riot's name and then right underneath it it says ranking the dumbest things pro wrestling fans complain about <laughs> so I thought that, that was really good uh, then as we were talking about before uh, Stanton could very well be traded to the San Francisco Giants John Morosi uh, has an article up about that uh, so that's, that could be very interesting uh, Billionaire Mindset tweeted out, People judge you no matter what, so stop thinking what other people will say. Uh, it's your life. Make it awesome. So I thought that was a good tweet. Uh, Peter Baker from the New York Times tweeted out, The White House transition plan envisions replacing Tillerson with Pompeo and installing cot- cotton at the CIA. Uh, and to me, my response to that is just, you know, this is becoming more and more of such an unstable government. Uh, And we'll end the podcast by talking about how Trump tweeted the same tweet twice because he at-mentioned the wrong Theresa May. I find that to be hilarious and proof of his incompetence. Uh, So thank you guys, as always, for watching, for listening to this podcast, and we will see you guys on the next episode.